So Chance, here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Diamond, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's chase these threads. Hey, what's up? It's been a long time. Welcome back, guys. Did you miss us so much? We miss (laughs) y'all. Happy holidays. Is this the first time we've done an episode like live? Well, all of our other episodes live. Like the other, well, you know, not, there's not a crowd here, (laughs) but like we pre recorded all the other ones before we released them, right? Yeah. This is the first time we've recorded knowing that people are actually listening. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) There's more pressure now. So, hey, so happy holidays. We are in full swing of the capitalism Mm -hmm. time of the year (laughs) uh me and chance work retail so (sighs) we're tired (laughs) oh my god i hate slavery (laughs) so it is just those times of years but we still have a trinket for y'all because, mm-hmm. you know, of course, what, what is a holiday without a nasty trinket for you? <laughs> it, it literally is a perfect time because what else is better? Th- what What is more holiday than buying gifts for people, buying gifts for yourself? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But, but what's more shady than taking uh-uh. an Instagram picture and then taking it right back to the store after you take a picture? <laughs> so if you don't know our segments by now, because we are relatively new, we do a segment when we start called The Trinket. The and trinket. The Trinket is where we explore... It's something fashion related that we kind of delve into a little bit deeper, not too deep. It's just a small little mm-hmm. item and we just take a quick little look at it and see what you guys think. Talk about it a little bit. This week it is the receipt. The receipt. <laughs> you know, the thing that proves that you made a purchase. We all love a good receipt. Receipts <laughs> are everything. We hate when we lose them. <laughs> <laughs> Especially these people because exactly. listen to this. Now, this article was actually, it was a survey done mostly in the UK, but I can't, Ameri- I can't imagine that Americans aren't doing this as well. Absolutely not. But it says that one in 10 shoppers admitted that they buy clothes to take photos to upload to social media and then return the clothes right afterwards. <laughs> they literally buy them just for a new Instagram post and then take them right back to the store. But that's what stylists do. Especially up and coming stylists, yeah. they do that. They like buy the clothes for the artist, mm-hmm. boom, 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 go to Zara, go to some fashion place, da, 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 buy it on a credit card, keep the receipt, mm-hmm. see what they choose, whatever they don't do, take it back. But I think they mean like Gap. Like Becky is shopping at Gap and then <laughs> taking two Facebook posts what? and then sending it back. Oh no, why would you want to take a Facebook post and Gap clothes? I mean. <laughs> I'm not here to judge. Oh, well, yes. Instagram posts, what, Twitter posts, what? What you're, else is You're this buying thing? Gap clothes and taking them back? If I'm going to take some clothes back, I, well, they might not have that kind of savings to get something really expensive. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But if I'm going to pay for something. But I would have not even have had the money to buy it in the first place to take yeah. it back. So for me, it would be Gap. Well, if you had a cute little credit card. Have right? you ever done that, though? Like, do you ever have you ever bought an outfit? Not for an Instagram picture, but specifically for an event, and then kept your tags on it and taken them back. Nah, that ain't. I have definitely done that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like I don't. I, mm, yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. I. Mm, I did that growing up. Yeah. I just. I've seen my mom do that many a times. Yeah, white women are. Like Easter, you know, like mm. we need cute Easter clothes for church. My little sister would get a cute little pink dress, wear it literally for mom. If you Just get church. one fucking grass stain on that sh- dress, <laughs> we cannot take it back to JCPenney. <laughs> 
It was a lot of that when I was growing up. Oh wow, up. Yeah. no, mm-mm. I've I've never done it. Um, I did I I did a a photo shoot with my friend, and we went to all these places, and I'm like, damn, he must be balling buying all of this stuff because we're going to like. Like Louis Vuitton, we're going to Fendi, we're going to like these places. And he was buying all, and of it? he was literally buying it, and and then once we got back to where we was gonna do the photo mm-hmm. shoot, I was like, you know, me being a bitch who I know you, and I know you not rich like that. Yeah. So I'm like, like, what is going on? To how are you affording this? Like, mm-hmm. I please put me on whatever you got going on. <laughs> how are you for affording this? He was like, bitch, what? I'm buying this shit i'm taking this shit back all these receipts Mm -hmm. i'm taking it right back and that next day when we was done with the photo shoot straight back we went back to the mall and returned every single thing and And was there any like how did they react there was you he had his receipt so it was no Hmm. and he wasn't trying to get cash back he was just trying to get it it was just a legitimate return and here's my id here's my Hmm. the credit card that was used and thank you give me my coins back (laughs) and you know he put on his nicest white woman voice Because I mean, when we were in college and we used to do photo shoots and stuff, we would, we would always do partnerships with stores and boutiques because uh-huh. it would, for them, it was like, we'll, we will give you our, for us, thank you for giving us these clothes. We'll post about you on social media, but like a Louis Vuitton or Gucci or they don't, they need, don't that. need that. Right. Yeah. So they're not going to do it for free. Yeah, That's true. Yeah. So, and he did it and I was like, oh, that's what people do. So in my mind, like when I first was going to launch um, my other podcast, Marsha's Plate, mm-hmm. I was, I, I wanted to actually do that for me, Z and Mia to actually go buy oh, for some a photo stuff shoot. to do a photo shoot and then return that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like he, he literally put me onto that because I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But one other reason why I didn't think about it, because they give me so many issues with returning shit because I'm a black girl. Uh, <laughs> they give me so much issues for returning. I was gonna stuff. say maybe that is a white thing because we've seriously done that my entire life, like entire oh, life. White privilege, so lucky, <laughs> so lucky. Returns. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so y'all hold on to y'all receipts. Uh huh. Hold on to your receipts. They are a hot ticket item right now. Absolutely, so. and that's the trinket for this episode. <laughs> So today's topic is, of course, fashion, duh. Always. <laughs> Always. Um, so it's really about how fashion can affect everyday people. It affects different areas of our life. Because of the emphasis on artistry in the fashion industry, there's a level of freedom that designers have that normal everyday people just do not have. Day-to-day people, everyday people, regular degla motherfuckers like us, are being put out of schools, they're being put out of work, they're being put out of clubs, all based on their clothes and their fashion. One glaring incident that really highlighted fashion and dress code um, and how it affects public opinion of Mm -hmm. you is the Clinton scandal when it comes mm-hmm. to like Monica Lewinsky. Mm-hmm. So recently Annie did a series called the Clinton affair that documents the scandal and connects a lot of the dots that makes 
made this scandal what it was yep. and some of the dots that we didn't know they have unearthed and pieced together to be create mm-hmm. uh how many parts was of the series i want to think it was six episodes six episodes yeah. of the series and it was really phenomenal was so they good. did it well people who you might not have thought would be interviewed mm-hmm. was interviewed we had um was nuke ingridge nuke ingridge um, james carville um, it was actually the first time that Monica Lewinsky has spoken. I mean, she's talked about it on camera before, but mm-hmm. never in this type of depth and detail before. Right. It was so much. And it's it's hindsight. You know, yeah. when you, hindsight is twenty twenty. You've gone through things and you've mm-hmm. looked in the moment. You can't really analyze what this, how, what your, what lessons you're going to learn yeah. from this particular incident. So it's particularly her. She had so much insight on what she particularly learned mm-hmm. from the incident about herself, about men, about, um, the whole scandal. Mm-hmm. And so... Especially because now... So this... I think I think we said this coming up week is 20 years later. And the difference of her as a 22-year-old woman versus a 42... Or a 22-year-old mm-hmm. girl, really. Absolutely. With the weight of the American government on her shoulders. Mm-hmm. To a 42-year-old woman looking back and saying, this is what happened to me. This is the mistakes I made. And this is what I learned from it. Absolutely. It's been... I, I, oh. Paula Jones, mm-hmm, Paula. Paula Jones being one of the people, Linda um, Tripp, Linda Tripp, oh, Hillary Clinton, the wife of mm-hmm. the adulterer, um, <laughs> adulterer in chief, ra- adulterer in chief and rapist in chief yeah. and mm-hmm. um, sexual assaulter in chief. Yeah. That is Bill Clinton. Um, you know, it was just, just so many people had their hindsight clear and can say this is what i did wrong this is what i didn't do wrong Mm -hmm. this is why i made this decision this is why this decision was a mistake this is why this decision was a good thing um this is how i was used this is how i was used in the situation politically um or financially whatever so many people had different motivations Mm -hmm. on why they did what they did and i just thought it was amazingly provocative and entertaining and um educational yeah very educational and it can kind of shine light now that we're in the 2000s like well into the 2000s and we can look back on the 90s like okay and even when i looked at some of the video i'm like ooh, this video looks old mm-hmm. <laughs> it did make me feel very old yeah i was like oh dang so <laughs> it can have us look like i i did not know monica literally was the first person to be ever internet yeah bullied she calls herself um what is is it victim zero or like she was the first person that the internet was used to victimize yeah and And to destroy and to destroy yes absolutely so i thought it was really interesting and so as we are especially in the moment of they had ken star we have robert Mueller, and to have it now where Donald Trump is now using the the power of the internet to deflect. Uh-huh. Do you know, it's just, it's so different to be now in Trump, Mueller, the Me Too movement, to see how far we've come and how not far we've come in 20 years. Absolutely. But I, I thought it was so timely and important and very educational. I loved it. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. So what we're going to do, we're going to focus on fashion and the women that were involved in this scandal and the Mm -hmm. men although they were fashion fashionably boring (laughs) but we're going to focus on the women and how their fashion played a role in this scandal and how that role 
affects us today, how it has changed, how it has mm-hmm. not changed, and all the things in between. Yeah. So who's going to be first? Let's talk about the men. Yeah. What turned me on to this whole thing to begin with was Monica Lewinsky wrote a piece in Vanity Fair titled Who Gets to Live in Victimville, where she kind of is looking back on everything and telling why she agreed to participate in the documentary as a whole. There's a lot of interesting lines in it and you guys should really read it. But one of the parts that I really liked was she said for the past 20 years, this has been called the Lewinsky scandal when it needs to be called the Clinton affair. He is the man who did wrong. He was the president of the United States. He is the one who led this entire issue. Right. So that's who we should talk about first. Absolutely. Bill motherfucking Clinton. (laughs) So Bill Clinton being from Arkansas, one of the things that made him an amazing politician was that he was from Arkansas, so Mm -hmm. he was a Southern boy. So he appealed to Southern folks, even though he was not a Republican. He appealed to the elusive working white voter. Exactly, because he seemed like them. He was charming. Um, They hadn't seen anything like this. Mm -hmm. At this time, the world was bland and white as fuck. (laughs) It was just the normal, typical, (laughs) unseasoned chicken whiteness. It was that. It was like really bland and just ashy. <laughs> like, look, ashy. it's just it just was not right. It just so Bill Clinton right. was what to that? He was he he smoked weed. Mm-hmm. Everything Obama was later on, yeah, just a little bit later. further. He smoked weed. He played the sax. He didn't mind shaking hands. Like one of the things that people always talked about, even during the during the series, was how charming he was mm-hmm. and how he would stay to the last person was gone yeah. shaking hands and bowling and just doing that kind of down home one-to-one he was amazing at the one-to-one he supposedly had that thing that people say tom cruise has where he can look at you and make you feel like you're the only, only person, person the there and right. he cares so much about you exactly. and what you're saying exactly that's the scientology magic <laughs> that's true <laughs> um <laughs> So he had this amazing thing, but with this charm and with these things that kind of went um, against the norm in politics, he still had boring ass suits. Mm-hmm. He, he still fashion for men in politics was still gray, blue, navy, not even brown. Yeah. Unless it was really, really dark. <laughs> <laughs> Black. It was really boring and dry. Yeah. And of course, white. Yeah. And I don't think it's changed really i think ties have gotten thinner ties have gotten thinner suits have gotten more tailored yes absolutely mm, for the younger politicians not for like the new gingriches and no. people who are still in fucking power from 25 years ago <laughs> same as right. suits same as boring ass <laughs> suits um and you know even obama when he did that tan suit which we talked about oh. Like, it, it just was such a scandal. Mm-hmm. A tan suit? What? I miss so this day. it's still boring and dry as fuck. And him navigating this space, he had to use his charms and his personality mm-hmm. to actually win people over. And he did. 1992 was the first time that white women did not vote for uh, Republicans, Republicans in a in a high number in regards to um like they usually vote for republican that their percentage is usually higher this is consistent this might be trivializing but do you think they did it because they thought he was hot 
that could be it could be that it could be no 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 i i don't no it could be part that could be part of it it's many, many things mm-hmm. but i also i think that he ran a particularly racist campaign against yeah. black people and so that's deep oh sure <laughs> you know the sexual predators we're gonna get tough on crime yeah. three strikes and you're out mm-hmm. we're sending them to jail these crazed maniacs da, 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 code for you know these he was southern black enough people. for them to still know that he was one of us uh, yeah yeah and yeah, then yeah. being this explicitly racist to, to yeah. black people maybe not to white people but um, we know, we know, because we're the the kings and queens of code switching. We know what code, what this means. This mm-hmm. means sexual. Um, um, super predator means the crazy black people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I think that because it was really explicitly racist, it, they were allowed to get upon it mm-hmm. because oh, it 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 fed their um, you know. Black people are scary and trying to get us, and so ooh, yeah. he's gonna make us safe with these strong laws yeah were you politically awakened at this point yet do you remember him running for president and being excited by him or any of that stuff so i was i was political because you were young you were definitely i was young young. i was 17 Mm -hmm. well not 92 not 92 um 92 i was 10 11 so i wouldn't (laughs) think about cleaning it up um um but this was this was a time that was kind of that law shit was really affecting my life. This was a time mm-hmm. when my mother first got on drugs. Mm-hmm. This is when they were really trying to put her in prison all the time, and she was going to prison. Like so, his policies 90s. were directly affecting your life. Directly affecting my life. Wow, yeah. Directly affecting mm-hmm. um, how um, everybody in my life was going to prison. Mm-hmm. Like you get what I'm saying, just yeah. for stupid shit, yeah. like crazy stuff. I remember the second term more mm-hmm. than the first mm-hmm. um, because I was in high school. I was a little more mature. It was m- more across the younger generation screen. Like it yeah. was on MTV. It was a, mm-hmm. this nigga came to teen summit on BT. I don't even know what it, that is. It, it, it was, <laughs> it was like, a um, I can't even describe it. It's like, so it's like a talk show, mm-hmm. but like the uh, audience participation was really, key oh, wow. it's yeah. not like okay this is the stage and then we got our guests mm-hmm. it's like everybody they're, they're passing the mic around the audience talking about political topics like a televised town hall but yes exactly okay, yeah. but none but black folks yeah, or yeah, with yeah. black issues mm-hmm. and young so it's called teen summit so oh, that's really cool yeah it was cool as that's fuck. really cool um hosted by ananda lewis he came there and played the saxophone for the kids <laughs> so he was really doing mm-hmm. i got hot sauce in my bag clinton <laughs> 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 Clinton pandering. <laughs> he was doing that Clinton S pandering that Hillary did yeah. in 2000 and every mm-hmm. time she ran. <laughs> 8, 12, 16. <laughs> yeah, all the times that she lost, unfortunately. <sighs> please, please don't run again, Hillary. So, yeah, she he came and he was doing these things and black people was cooning and saying shit like, it's our first black president. It, mm-hmm. it was kind of real extra. Because, of course, at that time, we never, everybody was like, it could never be a yeah. black president. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, it was really, it was just a really interesting time. But I was much, much, much more interested in the Monica Lewinsky scandal mm-hmm. than the political. Because I, for something in me, said that this, what he was doing was 
not cute. Like yeah. the shit that this playing the saxophone um, and tap dancing for the black people, it felt like he's tap dancing for the black people. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so it that part of it was weird to me. Like, I mean, he just is doing this to get our votes. Like, yeah. it, it is, it, he's still shady. Like, in mm-hmm. my mind, I'm thinking, like, I don't trust you. Yeah. But the Monica Lewinsky thing, immediately I... I found not a home. That what was the fuck I was about to say home. I didn't find a home in Monica, but I found something in her that connected to me. Relatable. Relatable. It was and I don't know why. Did you immediately realize even back then that she was being wronged? Yes. That's what I felt. It wasn't it wasn't um it she was the butt of everyone's jokes at exactly. the time. Exactly. Like I was like liberal I, commentators, everyone was everybody, talking about everybody. So it them judging her and treating her that way was really um sad for me. It was really unfair to me because I immediately knew like this is a person. It was Clinton who did this. Mm-hmm. It was not Monica. Yeah. So yes, you were dealing with somebody's husband. And you have to be held accountable for that. But you're not the president. Yeah. You are not. You are a single woman. You are. He has obligations to the wife. Like, I remember thinking this very directly Mm -hmm. when I was in high school. Like, you. This is. I know the rules of marriage. And he is breaking the vials. Like, it's not really her. Yes, she's giving him the opportunity, but you are the one doing wrong. She doesn't have obligations to your wife. You she do. was, was she 22 at the end of all of this, or she was 22 when it started? Or was she 19 when it started? I want to say she was 19. I can't remember. When they, like, met and started their affair. Either it way, 1922, like, think it, about it's can, on him, like, yes, regardless. Absolutely. <laughs> It's but, like, come on. Like, but you know, you are an adult and you know, you're not about to Monica could not convince me that you didn't know that mm-hmm. this there was some wrongness in this. Yeah. Could you be charmed out of your pennies by the president <laughs> of the United States? If I'm gonna be charmed out of my pennies by anybody, can I be the bitch that get charmed out of my pennies <laughs> by the president of the United States? Even if it was Bill Clinton. <laughs> Cause I know bitch who have fucked niggas that ain't got shit. <laughs> Right, oh. like it's like if it, it look if let's keep it real. Like the, most of the bitches who was judging Monica Lewinsky, y'all fucking bullshit ass workers at McDonald's. I was gonna say <laughs> she is sucking and fucking the president of the yeah. United States, like leader the, of the free world, the leader of the free world, yeah, the yeah. most powerful man mm-hmm. arguably in the world. Mm-hmm. Especially in the 90s. Especially in the 90s. Yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you... Are you really going to sit here and tell me that you have some judgments for her? Yeah. So I just... I didn't I didn't feel... I, I Immediately in high school, I was... All the things that I'm saying now, those were the things that I felt. Did I have the depth to mm. think about it? Mm-hmm. Did I have the depth? All the components that I have now? No. But I know that Monica was not the enemy. Mm-hmm. And to me... I related to her more than anybody else. I did not feel sympathy for Hillary. Yeah. Not, I don't want to say I didn't feel sympathy, but because she was, I knew politics was kind of fake. Like they were mm-hmm. putting on. I was like, she's choosing to put on. Oh yeah. Like, come on. I was, so I was, I don't remember him being president really at all. I remember the aftermath of everything. And I don't remember the impeachment or any of that stuff. I do remember Republicans dragging Hillary for pretty much my entire life 
and but I don't remember the Lewinsky or excuse me the Clinton affair happening when it happened. Right. But mm, I I think it's probably been only the past five years that I've realized we really fucked up in that. Like I grew up thinking Monica Lewinsky was a slut who. Mm-hmm. I guess I always knew that Bill Clinton had done something wrong, but I pictured her as bad or dirty or she had done. I just think of the blue dress and the, you know, she's in every rap song about sucking dick and like all this. And that that was my image of Monica Lewinsky Mm -hmm. until she kind of had this resurgence and kind of was able to find her own voice and start speaking. And I searched out her searched out her Ted talk and that type of stuff. And I was like, that was all so fucked up. Yeah. I, mean, like, I was too young to get it. And like you said, I didn't have the depth at all back then to know any of that stuff. But now I, every time I think about it, it's heartbreaking to think about what she went through and that there's an entire generation of people who think of her the way that I used to mm-hmm. and maybe still do. That's and I I never felt sympathy for Hillary either because I think even as some even as a young person I realized she was a political tycoon yeah and all <laughs> of this to her was just noise yeah do you know what I mean like it sucked for her politically I think mm-hmm. but I don't think personally any of this ever touched her I think she probably threw a book or two at Bill behind closed doors because yeah. look what you, you have fucking up our careers yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I think. I don't yeah. think she ever cared <clears throat> about the emotional toll it took, but but yeah. So the scandal starts off with Bill um getting a was it 12 year affair with mm-hmm. Jennifer Flowers. Jennifer Flowers. And it was interesting to me that Jennifer's look was really, really, really 80s porn celebrity. Different from Hillary Clinton. Way different from Hillary, way different from Paula Jones, yeah. way different from Monica Lewinsky. Mm-hmm. Like Jennifer Flowers was definitely the prettiest one. Prettier than Monica? Not Monica now, but Monica then, I think. Mm. Well, I don't know. Monica was cute. I don't know. I just. Jennifer, I definitely think there's an interesting conversation. European beauty oh, yeah, yeah, standard. Yeah. yeah. At, she the was time. at the time. Because Monica was thick, which wasn't a thing. Though. Which And brunette. She yeah, was. Ju- that's true. You, no. That's come true. On. But I also think the juxtaposition of pornish looking Jennifer Flowers, the whore and the Madonna thing of her and Hillary. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's always been super interesting to me. Absolutely. That's really interesting. D- typical though oh like i got i get i got the homely (laughs) educated um smart girl on my Mm -hmm. arm for my political image but behind closed doors for 12 years i'm fucking the porn star Mm -hmm. typical beauty um typical white beauty jennifer flowers because to me that's exactly what that Heather Locklear, yes, very um, much. that blonde, typical, blown out hair. Blown out yeah. hair. Jennifer gave you the fashions and the look of a typical. She was gorgeous. Yeah, she was gorgeous yeah. In, in, by those standards. So I thought it was interesting that that when that, that scandal came out prior to Paula Jones or prior to Monica, that that she just was the just such a juxtaposition of mm-hmm. Hillary. Yeah. Um, it wasn't surprising, but I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. And she, he was governor at the time, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So been abusing his power from day one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what they do. Yeah. So then after Jennifer Flowers, um, 
the fucking the right wing motherfuckers was baby. They was had their mm-hmm. panties in a bunch. <laughs> they really thought that was going to end him. And because of his charm mm-hmm. and because of Hillary, yeah. understand that I think they in the series they brushed over this too lightly. But because of Hillary's reaction to it, mm-hmm. the the brilliance of Hillary's, I don't know who thought of it, but I, I don't think that she just was following rules. I think she was smart enough to know how to play this political to game, too. Yeah. Just as charming as he was, mm-hmm. she was just as finesse qualified to finesse the public as he was. Do you was. know, I actually disagree with what you just said, though. Uh-huh. I don't think she's near as charming as him. I think that's why her... She was never president. I think she is not charming. The smart, brains and the power, and he's the charm. I think that's the reason they've been together all these years. I, I agree. I think that she is what is actually behind the entire Clinton brand, mm. and his charm is what made people buy it in the nineties. Got it. I can and by the that. time I was time for her to run, people were like, "We don't care anymore." Yeah, I can see you that. Know? I can see that. She. Um, but I do agree that it's her finesse that got them through, especially that. the Jennifer Flowers thing. Exactly, because she was like, look, me and my husband got past this. Mm-hmm. Like, we worked on it. I trust him. I respect him. And I'm trying to work on my marriage. I love him. If this is going to make you not vote for him, don't vote don't for him. Don't vote for him. <laughs> and how that is the, that's the Hillary. I, even, I don't care how much set up it was that kind of hit you with the real shit yeah. that's the hillary that i wanted in 2016 yeah yeah, yeah. that's the hillary i wanted mm-hmm. so i didn't get that but <laughs> <laughs> none of us did, <laughs> none of us did. But, but i do think this in the in the conversation about hillary this was the best time for her as far as sound bites, because she gave the that the if you if it bothers you, don't vote for him. I'm right. fine. She gave you the I'm not some Tammy Wynette standing by my yes. man. <laughs> I loved that. I loved when that. This is when they also. This is also when Republicans started hating Hillary because uh-huh. she, as first lady, moved her office into the West Wing. She yeah. said, "I'm not fucking working over there with the Christmas trees and shit." No, y'all do that China. I'm not doing. I'm not playing in the China. No, I'm working on policy. That was and Jackie healthcare. Oh. I'm not Jackie Oh. <laughs> not interested. <laughs> she said what was she said you know i had a job before i came in and i'm gonna have a job when i'm here i guess i could have stayed home and baked cookies but i decided to do my job that's not that's not what i'm doing mm. yeah i thought that was iconic and so and i think because of that grit and finesse like you said is what got them through jennifer jennifer flowers uh-huh. and maybe even paula jones i think yeah so let's talk about paula jones paula jones specifically her looks and her fashion really affected her public opinion and her story and believability and all of that kind of stuff in regards to her role in the Clinton affair. Uh, Real quick. Mm -hmm. This might be real skeevy, but I know we are now in 2018. I was about to say 2016. We're now in 2018 and we are in the midst of me too. And we all believe women. Uh Uh-huh. Do you believe Paula Jones? Yes, I do. I do too. A hundred percent. Yes. Actually, I believe every one of his accusers. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to say. Yep. I sure do. Yeah. <laughs> I believe the man. I'm, actually, I'm interested in what other people have to say about that because there is such this love for Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. But this documentary pushed me to being a, oh, I 100% believe Paula yeah. Jones. A 100%. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and how shady the people were about her look. She mm-hmm. had that yeah. really, really heavy eyeliner she had that kind of old she, school where jennifer flowers was glamorous 80s 
Paula Jones was trashy 80s. Yes, and she white, didn't know when 80s. to put it up. Yeah. She didn't know when to put it up because this is what she grew out of. Did yeah. you when they introduced what she came from, mm-hmm. it was like, yeah. Oh, I see why you are yeah. who you are. She had this brown perm <laughs> straight bang. <laughs> Coming to one side, pinned up on the <laughs> on the left. It just was the worst. Yeah, her was, makeup was bad. Her hair was bad. We're spider lashes. Yeah. Also, I understand that we are are. I understand, and I want everyone else to understand that we're analyzing this for a reason. We're not exactly. trying to drag her down. No, <laughs> we're just we're analyzing this for a reason. She had, and this is what they were saying about this her. This is at what the they time. were saying. Yeah. This she she represented a particular working class white woman. Yes. That was not refined. Mm-hmm. That was not looked at as um respectable. Yeah. That's yeah. just what it was. Her dress, her style of dress was. Oh, she's the white trash. That's what Which she was. Which led them to say she's also not to be believed. Not to be believed. Not yeah. she's not telling the truth. She's mm-hmm. trying to get a come up mm-hmm. and blah 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 blah. They made fun of her nose, like every not even just the way she her, her clothes, but her nose, her the way she spoke, because she had a very distinctive southern drawl. Yeah. It was really, really distinctive. Even listening back, I was like, oh, "Is that her real you, voice?" You are, that's your real voice, girl. <laughs> So um, it's very, very distinctive. And even as um, when she fired her old lawyer, she got a new lawyer. What was her name? Susan. 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 (laughs) Her name was Susan something McMillan. Let me see. Susan Carpenter McMillan. She was a conservative um, lawyer. Yeah. Lawyer. Yeah, because in the show, they um. She said she um Paula Jones said that she fired her lawyer, her old lawyers, because they just wasn't doing what they were supposed mm-hmm. to do. Because look, she was only getting gassed up by the Republicans because they thought that she would, would take down Bill. Take down Bill. Yeah. Once she it was starting to look like she it wasn't gonna happen, they stopped supporting. They stopped mm-hmm. putting money behind it. They stopped doing whatever they needed to do. Mm-hmm. So and stop wanting to go based on what she wanted to do like once she stopped going along with what she wanted to do and it looked like it wasn't working for them they pulled out she was like i'm getting some new lawyers and she pulled in susan miss susan yeah and then susan was the one who realized your look is fucking you up yeah they're not (laughs) taking you seriously you let me tell you how she did she did a um what's her name Allred. Gloria, Gloria already. Yeah. She, she said, "Bitch, we need to we need to revamp you, girl." Yeah. Because Susan herself was a very, I want to say dynasty, but that's eighties. But like very like powerful nineties woman. But like of the time, right? Rich looking, right? Powerful looking yes. type of woman. Exactly. She said, "Let me show you how to do this thing." <laughs> she said, "We gonna get you out of these Tammy Wynettes <laughs> short skirts. And, get yeah. you out of this uh, white trash trailer <laughs> look." And we're going to put you in some pantsuits, pantsuits, futuristic mm-hmm. yeah. Hillary running pantsuits. <laughs> Maybe Susan was on Hillary's team, too. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to put you in some pantsuits, some brown ones. We're going to straighten your hair. We're going to mm. calm this makeup down. It still was a little extra, mm. but of the time I of guess. the time. Yes. Yeah. We're going to calm this makeup down and we're going to straighten your hair because mm-hmm. it's not going to be perm no more. And we're going to give you the pantsuits and you're going to be believable. And she even took it as far as to limit the amount of 
exposure Paula had directly to the press because she didn't want people to hear her speak as exactly, much. Exactly, because your voice is too Tammy Wynette, <laughs> is giving me too Patsy Klein, yeah. is doing too much. Yeah. And so And it helped. And it helped. And I'm gonna talk for yeah. you. And you're just gonna stand there looking like the homely victim that you are. <laughs> Thank you, baby. <laughs> Stand right to the side during the press conference. Stay ugly. Stay, stay whatever you do. <laughs> so, and it did work because yeah. it, it got some more light. It got mm-hmm. some more um, weight to it. Yeah. But it started to fizzle out. Why do you think that is? Do you think that people in general just stop caring? Yes. It's like, this is getting old. Yeah. And... And it wasn't the culture that it is today. It is not today. The Me Too movement and the things that... Which, I mean, do do we remember any of Donald Trump's accusers' names? Stormy Daniels, yes. End of list, though. There were many more. There were many more. Have we really gotten any better? Yeah, I don't remember. (laughs) That's because she's recent. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, we got so much more things to dog him about. <laughs> That's true. And so much, like we like like you've been certified as trash. <laughs> like you, you are a whole nother. <laughs> like you never could undo this level of trash that you are, patriarchy yeah. upholder that you are. Mm-hmm. We can't. We can't. Like like Donald, come on. <laughs> we can't. You just on a whole. Another level. We just lump everything together. Yes, so. it's like we know you're trash. We know you sexually assault women. We you told us <laughs> you're the pussy. Your nickname is the pussy grabber. <laughs> like we know you're. You, this is you. So speaking of pussy grabbing, uh huh. So out goes Paula. In comes Monica. In comes Monica. I don't remember exactly from the, I, the timeline. To me, is what gets kind of fuzzy because he was fucking up all over the place. Mm-hmm. Paula's lawsuit was still actively going on when he started his affair with Monica Lewinsky, correct? Yes. Like actively going on. Yes. Okay. So they started dating as she's an intern. Mm -hmm. And then what led to all this was... No, stop. You said dating. Sorry. (laughs) They were not dating. They were not dating. (laughs) They started... Sneaking around, uh, fooling around mm-hmm. in uh, the their affair, the affair, yeah, in that little back drawing room. I thought that was what was interesting, where she like brought out the damn blueprints and was like, "This is where we fucked. This yeah, is where he took where me I to the back." <laughs> like that was crazy. This. When I walked past and George Stephanopoulos was standing right there, and he <laughs> told me to come, and all the, the that's what was amazing about the show, all the the dots that they connected. Yeah. Like, how did this happen? And hearing like, the names like the George Stephanopoulos, like I think of the him Brett as like. Kavanaugh, like, yes. We took oh. Brett Kavanaugh being one of the people, one of the elves. They call the elves mm-hmm. who was feeding information mm-hmm. to people. Brett fucking Kavanaugh, the rapist who is now on the Supreme Court. I guess somebody promised him something and he got it. Oh my god! Yeah. So, but as far as Monica, let's talk about Monica's fashion in the time when she was absolutely. in the White House, because actually, there's a lot of fashion moments that le- that are part of their affair affair absolutely culminating in the blue dress yeah the blue dress so the blue but dress. earlier than that what was the part that really stands out to me is the she monica in the show is talking about you know i met the president and i there were a lot of people who had crushes on him the other intern staffers had crushes and i just didn't see it she was like and then one day he turned his bill clinton charm on me and i like fell immediately right she was like i, she was I like, got oh, it he's so old yeah she said old, he was old gray, 
old wiry hair gray man but then when i actually meet him and he cut that charm on it was like <gasps> and she said it was this is what it is and she said the first fashion moment that stuck out to me was what she said was the first day that he noticed her she remembered what she was wearing she went home and put on the same exact outfit the next day so he would notice her again and yeah. she said and he did yeah and he did that's crazy Showing her thongs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so then they're in a party, and this is, I guess this is when they first decided to move it to sexual, I think. Mm-hmm. She said that they were, I think this is when they were next to George Stephanopoulos' office or whatever. And she walked by, and she was like, and I knew that my underwear was showing my thong. She said, so I just hiked it up a little bit so he would see it. She said, and he did. And then that's when we went to the room for the first time. And so, to me, this was the... Monica, I'm being honest about this situation. Yeah. I was not a victim of I played a part in this affair happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was absolutely. I a victim um of the bullying and shit? Yes. But as far as me making this affair happen and the responsibility for this affair happening, mm-hmm. she I I love that her honesty about accountability. it. Accountability. Accountability. Say, yeah. yes, I played a part in this. Yes. Did did Bill play a part? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I did as well and da 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 da. So I yeah. thought that was interesting. Um, the fact that she was talking about how she had the blue dress and she was sucking the dick and, she, what, and her quote was something about how do I what do I do with the president's cum like just crazy <laughs> yes. hearing those things I was like oh my god this is real talk <laughs> it was it was it, that's what was so cool about it to me about the the piece as a whole was hearing her talk about stuff that we've heard for 20 years in a but way that we're talking moment, about it now in regular conversation yeah. with linda uh, linda because <laughs> linda fucking trip god so with the one of the reasons what we all know is that the reason why everything got out is because monica was confiding in her judy <laughs> who she should not have been confiding mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the judy was trying to write a book mm-hmm. previously and the people was like uh no thank nobody you. cares this, nobody cares boring. about this is boring this yeah. is whack she got the connect through monica she got a story and decided oh somebody God, would care and decided somebody would care and she went to mother um gold luciana lucianne goldberg something some other conservative witch <laughs> writer <laughs> <laughs> that bit bit the bait so did she yeah. had the tapes they were all like that's the other thing that even now in 2018 hearing them still talk about it as it was literally just political like we are destroying this girl's life yeah like and she you're just we're trying to get money mm-hmm. we're trying to bring down clinton and you are just a casualty and to hear to hear linda Tripp talk about things like she has this dress i can probably get the dress and it's heartbreaking that you know her mother bought her this beautiful ball gown for her to wear to his inauguration mm-hmm. and there's pictures of it online and monica looks beautiful beautiful Stunning. she was in a red what who makes the red I, dress well, i haven't been we able can't to find, find it, it but yeah. we'll find it for our tumblr page yeah. it is a red gown that her mother literally brought to mm-hmm. her to wear to the second ball at this point the it, the scandal wasn't coming out but people were noticing it mm-hmm. noticing that their people within the white house within the white yeah. house was noticing that there was something going on they didn't like it because they knew they wanted him to run again and mm-hmm. if anything happened this was risking it so yeah. they moved her to the pentagon yeah. but he'd sent her he told her he was buying her he had bought her gifts mm-hmm. he bought her this this book that had um sentimental the value to them something grass? leaves of grass something oh, yeah 
very Some white, white. white <laughs> very white bland cultural thing very white you know it. so <laughs> that type of stuff so he got her gifts and a hairpin like who the fuck's why are you and giving there was a 20, so much 22 importance year, on that. yeah 22 year old a hairpin how mm-hmm. old are you maybe that was maybe <gasps> no! that's like a dc political thing because like what? they all wear hats and stuff i don't i mean Really? Like, I think that was not age appropriate. I think oh, you I give Hillary yeah. a hairpin, but a 22 year old, even yeah. in the 90s, a hairpin, a hat pin. <laughs> not a hairpin, a hat pin. Hat pin yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just thought that you are old and you giving this yeah. to me. But because she was in love, infatuated with the Hated president, she was like, oh, she mm-hmm. gave you this book to this Can't hat pin. Hat. Can't wait till I put on my blue gap dress and my, oh my blue God. beret with the pin on it so he can see that I wore this. He's going to love it so much. He's going to come in his pants. Even in that video, even in that video when she was giving him a hug with that blue dress and the hat, mm-hmm. you look old. Yeah. Like you look like you do not look 22. No. You should not be she wearing never this. Looked 20- yeah. Like, no, you just don't look appropriate. <laughs> Like this, if I'm trying to seduce, I am not trying to seduce, seduce and gap but I and beret. Because I was, you know, a baby at the time. I uh-huh. was two, three, four, <laughs> barely alive. The lies. I wonder though if that was just like the dress code. Like if that was just what absolutely what was Maybe. appropriate for her to look. Because how how ca- how sexy can you look on the yeah. hill? Uh, yeah, yeah. How can I get it? I may I may be. I mean, she looked frumpy, but maybe that's how everybody looked at the time. Yeah, I can see that because baby Miss Linda Tripp, cool. she's a mother frums. <laughs> mother I you were gonna say She's a monster. And I was like, that's all of the above. <laughs> mother frump. Oh, she looks like, um, do you remember um, Fraggle Rock? <laughs> the gourds up top of Fraggle Rock that live above the Fraggles. Baby, she looked like one of them with, with Jennifer Flowers' hair. She looks like Jennifer Flowers' hair. She looks like, do you remember All Real Monsters from Nickelodeon? It was these sewer monsters. It was a cartoon. No. They were all sewer monsters. I'll, I will definitely put this on the Tumblr. Um, it, this is what she looks like. I'm going to, let me just... But ever since then, she has gotten like surgery. Wait, did y'all know this bitch had the nerve to sue the government for privacy? Tell me that's not her. (laughs) No, not the sewer monster. So, okay. So, yeah. So, what Linda Tripp did was. Like we said, they moved Monica to the penthouse. Why do we keep saying that? I don't know. The Pentagon. To the Pentagon because they needed to kind of separate her from Bill. And she was depressed because he kept promising her, I'm going to move you back to the White House. I'm going to bring you back to the White House. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. And Monica felt like Do you think like that she, was to keep her quiet so she doesn't turn it into a scandal? Or he really had the intention of doing it eventually and it just didn't happen? What did you think? If I would have watched the first three episodes first, I would have said, I think that he had feelings for Monica as whatever feelings he could have had and genuinely wanted her to come back because he was in love, infatuated, whatever. In love? I don't know. That's a reachy, reach, reach, reach. But by watching, by the end of it, I think he was, I think he's a sleaze and I think he was just trying to keep her quiet and he had... Mm, okay like how do we know there wasn't even somebody after monica do you know what i mean like i I just i don't Um, now (laughs) 
God. <laughs> did you, real quick, what made me think about this was he's so old. Dolly Parton did an interview last week. Did you see this? Mm-mm. With Jimmy Fallon. And she was talking about being sexy or whatever. And Jimmy Fallon goes, oh, I bet your husband likes it. And she goes, honey, he can't even get it up to pee, much less get it inside. <laughs> I on, almost Dolly. screamed. Anyway, that's Bill Clinton. That's why he ain't going to But yeah, so I don't know if he meant to bring her back. Do you? I know. I th- I don't know. It's hard for me to think. Do you? So yes. you don't think he cared about her? I think he was attracted to her. She gave in. She played the sexy games. Mm-hmm. I think the chase is a turn on for men like this. Yeah. I th- I don't think that this is love. I think that this is lust. I don't think it's love. That I was... think that this is um. You are my favorite toy. Okay, yeah. I agree in the with midst that. of all the drama of politics, mm-hmm. like all the stress that's going on in this White House, you're that little yarn ball that if somebody rolls it out when she, when she's the person that rolls it out, yeah. I can go chase and have fun and then come back to my work. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's, I think she's that thing, and she allowed herself to be that that yarn ball, and then him being with a history of sleaze bucket. Yeah. this is just oh this is my new person in my work Mm -hmm. because paula jones was a person in his work Mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying when because this that happened when he was the governor of arkansas so this is ooh a new little play toy white trash that probably lived for me you get what i'm saying like this is just what it is i didn't got burned by jennifer (laughs) (laughs) it was just who probably was my favorite because she was you know porn star and they were together for 12 i think it was 12 at least 10 plus years so yeah they were Uh i think he obviously loved her as much as he probably is capable of love but monica yeah i don't think he i think this you just now it's just a different thing like it's just a toy for me so no i don't i don't think he meant to move her back but while she was there, she was depressed and started confiding in Linda Tripp. Yeah. Why? Was it just because she was that lonely? Is that what she said? But no. Yes. She said what that. What was their connection? They both worked in the White House. They both worked there. Okay. Yeah. They yeah. would. She was. So they would share stories about that. Yeah. Too, okay. There was nobody else who they could talk to outside of work. Because, because Linda actually it. didn't want to be there either. She missed the White I don't know if she missed the White House, but she also... Because she got put out and fired, too. Yeah, she worked she for the Bushes. A, yeah, she worked for the Bushes. And then when the Clintons bushes. came in, they kind of cleaned house. Right. Okay. So that And then that's what... She would, basically had wanted revenge, I guess, which is why that's she wanted part to write the book and all that stuff. That's a part of it. So then used Monica's depressed musings to her to say, oh, I got this information. Y'all want it? Oh, and I can get a book. Yeah. Great. And then plastic surgery. Oh, but then... Wow. So what Diamond was mentioning was... So she literally... I mean... I, and we've talked about this kind of off air, but was what she did to Monica an invasion of privacy? Absolutely. Was it? I, I agree. And because because now I side with Monica and feel for Monica, I wish it wouldn't have happened. But as Americans, I sound like uh, I don't know who I sound like, but <laughs> Republican. Yeah. But as Americans, are we glad that it happened? Yes. So that was the Republican side of me. Now the Democrat side of me is saying, but did it fucking matter? Did we need to know? Actually, I don't know. Yes. We did yep. need to know. Yes. Yes. Yep. 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 yep, yep. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because like it allows us to see behind the, um, a bleep behind the veil. Hmm. I want to see behind the veil. You think this was a, Extra, extra recording, whatever. Was it the extra bus that Donald was on? 
Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The pussy grabbing yeah, yeah, yeah. interview, pussy grabbing. Yeah. a hot mic mm-hmm. deal. This was that moment. Hmm. He wouldn't have said that if he knew he was being recorded. That's true. We these are the moments that are real moments, like the real behind the scenes. And but so, I guess what I've always heard people argue, or people on the left argue, as someone growing up in a post Clinton affair world, mm-hmm. is we shouldn't care what they do behind closed doors as long as they are good politicians, as long as they are doing good for the people. Like, I don't even want to, no. Yeah, I, I get saying that. I get why they're saying that. But you can, for me, this is my personal politics. Mm-hmm. You cannot get me to trust that you have the American people's um, heart and well-being if you're a liar and a cheater (laughs) (laughs) at the forefront of your mind if you can't even be trusted to be faithful in your personal commitments Mm. i'm sorry you can't like you if there's no way i would have voted for barack obama if there was some scandal that came out of obama and cheating on michelle could it be have happened? Absolutely. It could happen. I don't put it past nobody. But if that had came out, I would have said out. It would have changed your opinion. It would have changed my opinion. Hmm. I don't think it would change mine. Bill Clinton, I think, is different because he, to me, is a predator. He's not just someone who stepped outside of his marriage. He is an actual sexual predator. So that changes my opinion. Why? But, Why do you say that? Because I think he, like Donald Trump, preys on women. Preys on, uses his position of power, fame, and money to prey on women. I mean, I, I think that he sexually assaulted Paula Jones and raped Juanita Broadwick, Broderick. Mm-hmm. So that to me is different than if Barack Obama cheated Absolutely. on Michelle and they both knew about it and then moved past it. Absolutely. That's very different. Do you know what I mean? No, nah, I forgot about Juanita Broderick. Yeah. Because that to me colors him with. That's why a I wanted to hear what you. Why did you? Because I didn't. I'm I'm in Monica mode. Yeah. I didn't think <laughs> yeah. of that. I don't think of that particular incident as a mm-hmm. predator. That but even Paula Jones. Yes, Paula Jones, and but Paula Jones, the way she des- the way she described it, which was, was like okay. it was just inappropriate. It wasn't like a rape. He not made like Juanita comments and possibly touched yes. her. Or, like no, he pulled out his dick and okay, yeah, yeah, for yeah, her yeah, to yeah, kiss yeah. it. Okay, yeah. So. Juanita Broderick, he literally raped. raped. Yes. yes. Right. So, um, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, you know, we gotta be safe. <laughs> gotta be safe. We a little podcast that could, honey. We gotta be safe. We only in um, episode four. I don't need Hillary Clinton <laughs> on my ass this early. Okay. <laughs> allegedly. So, um, yeah. So, but the Monica situation, I do not think of as predatory. But it still would change your opinion of a politician. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yes, I don't I think just, it would mind. I just I feel like how you treat your interpersonal relationship is a is is a testament to your character. Yeah, I do agree with that. I and I do like also that. think once he came on, went to Congress and came on air and said I did not have sexual relations with that woman, but he was. That's different. Then you're fully lying you're to fully lying, all of us, which yeah. leads to your impeachment. Yeah. 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 So. I wanted to point out that I think Linda was hated even more because she was ugly. Yeah. I think that if she was more attractive, she wouldn't be as hated. But the fact that you betraying your Judy, 
I think everybody from the, both sides of the aisles was looking at Linda like, bitch. Even though we we love the juice of this political yeah. scandal, but you really wore her out. Like, I girl. think that she, I think that both sides. I mean, certainly the left, but I think everyone kind of discarded Linda after yeah, that. Yeah, like, like you gave us a tea, yeah. but you shady. You mm-hmm. are a rat. Like and then her bitch ass had the audacity to come back and sue the United States government for invasion, invasion of, of privacy. privacy. Can you imagine the caucasity, <laughs> the audacity and the caucasity of that? Like you really sued them for and invasion she won. Of, and won. Oh my God. Like the, how dare you? I've thought about that every single day. It's crazy. That is crazy. Like I just, I just couldn't get it. I wonder, and I, I looked for this because I wonder. Not that I would care, I guess, because my it wouldn't change my opinion on her. But I wonder if she has any regret about what she did. I, I mean, I don't think she does. I doubt it. I think that she sees she's it money as patriotic. Hungry. Well, no, I don't think she sees it. As, hell no. No, 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 no. Come I on. agree. She only cares about the money. I think her facade probably is she saw it as patriotic. Yes, I also, think I the read, way she sells it to people who hold her accountable for her shady yeah. actions, she's going to say, well, I was doing it for America. No, bitch, you were doing it to get this lady for that to, book for, deal. For that book deal. Yeah. That's why you were doing it. Yeah. It wasn't because you cared about America. Get, you brought it to the lady who could get you a book. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't take bring it, it to, to the press. Yeah. You didn't take it to Congress. You didn't take it to where somebody who could do it in a certain way. I don't know, whatever. But you took it to the lady who you could sell a book to, who you could yeah. sell a story to. So this patriotic shit, get the fuck out of yeah. here. No, I read, I did read something where last year, which I don't even know why anybody's still talking. I mean, I guess we're still talking about her. So I guess some people mm-hmm. are still talking to her. But she's again had the audacity to say that she was doing it to protect Monica from what from. She said that she saw Monica as, I think she's trying to rewrite history here a little bit, but she Uh saw Monica as a naive young woman who the president was taking advantage of. I believe that. You think she saw it that way then? I believe, I could believe that, but Mm. you weren't doing the snitching to tell, to protect Monica. I can believe that you believe that. Mm -hmm. And because he they got you out of the white house, out of your job, you had a vengefulness. But I can see you believing she's naive and she thinks she's in love with him. And da 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 da. I do believe you can believe yeah. that. But you actually telling the T was to get you a book deal. Because she even, they you had recordings the- of Monica begging her. Like she knew that whatever she said, Monica had already gone under oath and said XYZ. And Linda knew that if she said different of what Monica said, that Monica was going to go to prison. So are you protecting her? Like it's, I don't, that's a weird thing to try to come back and say to me. Like, like I don't. Th- but Mom, Monica started to clock tea. Yeah, that's that true. she's the one who did it. Remember when they went to that restaurant? And, and she wanted to ask her if she had a wire. And she was and recording. She did have a wire. And she did have a wire. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it was so much tea in regards to their relationship. But you're not about to get me to believe that you. It was because you cared about her. No, yeah. no, not at all. Did Did you believe that she was being naive? Naive young girl in. Um, yeah, because they even said that at the time, yeah. like in the recordings of her to Luciana or yeah. whatever her name is. Yeah, like no, girl, you was mad because you, uh, old ugly thing <laughs> in the White House, and this young yeah. pretty thing got um the 
commander in chief to mm-hmm. getting love. So I think there was a level of jealousy. Mm-hmm. I think there, there was, was a level some politics of to it because she was politics. a Republican. Exactly. She was yeah. a Republican. You get what I'm saying? I think it was more than you. It wasn't that you fucking cared about yeah. Monica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Hillary. Mm. So we've talked about her a little bit through these scandals and through Bill's transgressions. Mm-hmm. She was, I mean, like we said, she. I, I think that she is the brains of the operation, of the Clinton mm-hmm. operation. And she was there from the beginning, even through the Whitewater investigation, which led to the whole Monica thing. And which I guess you could really argue that really all of this is Hillary's fault. Because wow. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> the, be, the investigation, because it started as this land deal that her law firm was handling right white water white water yeah and and really because the republicans hated her so much they wanted to go through her to take her down to take bill down that was really how all of it started and then the white water thing died down and then it died down because that woman went to jail the lady what was her name i can't remember i was obsessed with her (laughs) she was was, and she was so pretty to me but she was yeah she was really funny and to say when she was on, like, in full shackles, uh-huh. and they were like, how's jail? And she was like, it's better than any time the special prosecutor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I'm fine sitting right here. Right. But yeah, I guess it, it died down after that, because they couldn't, same thing with Benghazi, blah, blah, blah. They can mm-hmm. never pin the Clintons. So then when the trip, Linda Tripp and whoever had this information about Monica, then they tacked it on to the special prosecutor, pr- uh-huh. with the special prosecutor's investigation. That's how that shit happened. Mm-hmm. But... Hillary, to me, from a fashion standpoint, evolved through Hillary to me, not only as the brains of the operation, but also even from a Chasing Threads standpoint, her fashion has changed so much through Hillary, first lady of Arkansas, Hillary running for first lady of the United States, Hillary of my husband just publicly acknowledged cheating on me and now I'm standing by him to now I'm going through this skin and actually even when she was testifying for whitewater was it what is that what I said whitewater? yeah why do I keep I keep thinking of I keep thinking of whitewater rush from fucking Bath and Body Works <laughs> is what I keep thinking of but <clears throat> even when she was testifying for the whitewater thing her badass fur coat with the Absolutely. jewel trim um sleeves that she's just waving with this bob yeah. and looking, looking so sickening. sickening and glamorous amazing more glamorous than usual oh which yeah, would yeah. i didn't understand like what made them make that choice so before we get here mm-hmm. we gotta go back to okay so hillary was a known feminist yes. so when you see older picture of her when she was in college she dressed like almost like a flower child hippie girl looks kinda. like she doesn't shave her armpits all that kind of typical full rim glasses that long scraggly hair mm-hmm. she was All like a flower girl pants always pants always pants yeah no 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 sometimes she was in some shorts but not not but short shorts. from a feminist standpoint though i mean like she was usually in pants or shorts mm-hmm. in a time when they were all wearing skirts to yeah. college you know and so for just the transition from her being a governor's wife i'm like you got to play the part. So mm-hmm. all, to me, from the time she was a governor's wife to the time that she was um, first lady, 
all of those things to me were a costume. Oh, like yeah. it just seems like her fashions was the this super is how you win. Quaffed, quaffed like hair. blonde hard bob. She wore lots of pinks, pastels, like colors. blues, reds. Mm-hmm. Really, really American colors. Pink, pastels, and she wore blues, reds. The big shoulders and everything, but I, she was in more skirts then. Like yes, absolutely. Many more skirts than, than she's more skirts ever been. Than she's ever been. Yeah. Absolutely. And then when they finally get into the White House and she's the, <laughs> I'm not baking cookies, I'm working, she went back to her pantsuit. Yeah. She trimmed things down a little bit. She grew her hair out. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as stiff. Then he starts cheating. And she's, she was still then the, not the crazy hair, but then they run again and she's back to the big hair. and the, Right. Uh, which, uh, one of the things I remember hearing about in 2016 was people's issue with Hillary code switching of you can hear some speeches from her where she goes right into that Arkansas. We're down here. We're going to fight for y'all. And then she's giving a speech at Goldman Sachs and she's just as clear and proper within like two months time. But isn't that what politicians do? Should they to that level? Should they? Should maybe not, but that's what they do. But I do think that's what she is the queen of because even then, Look at after he's out of the White House, mm-hmm. then she comes back as Secretary of State. Let's right. talk about that for a second. She was looking like a white Oprah with the messy hair that was, I mean, she was a working woman. Do you know what I mean? Right. A working politician woman. Right. Nothing never really super quaffed or hard or just easy clothes. I remember the. Well, this was her po- political career. Yes. Once she ran for New York Senate and all that stuff, this was her political career. Actually, yes. The New York Senate is before that. So she was still in. Then she transitioned to pretty much only pantsuits when she ran for Senate in New York. Hair was short again. She was also older. Yeah, that's true. What older woman want their legs allowed? (laughs) (laughs) That that age. But I think it was a conscious choice for her, though. Okay. Because everything, even her concession speech... Last last year, how many years have we been in the cell? Two. <laughs> Even in her concession speech, she wore like suffragette purple and the white. And right. Like, she's always symbolic like that. But um, but yeah, she went from the senate senatorial run. Is that the correct word? Yeah, senatorial. Um, and then was a senator and was and then Secretary of State. She was kind of looking. And I hate this word, especially when it's applied to older women, but she was kind of like a frumpy again. Just mm-hmm. but because she I feel like she was a working woman. Right. Then comes two thousand eight, when she's against Obama. Right. Hairs no, she was secretary after. Let me back up. <clears throat> yeah. Sitting yeah, we, we done fucked all up. <laughs> <laughs> Timeline's all up. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Senate then run for mm-hmm. president. So she was senator, and then that's when she had went f- almost fully trimmed pantsuits, all that stuff, and then ran for president the first time against Obama. Right. And I feel like that was she was back to that image of. I mean, she had claimed her own right by then. She wasn't. It was definitely many a lot more blacks and harder colors, right? And more tailored suits, which I guess is also the changing of the times, so. though. But her hair was, was shorter. Her than hair was shorter. Ellen DeGeneres type. Yeah. Haircut. Mm-hmm. And she was very, even as a person, she was trim and a little bit fitter, which I guess that's age too, though, really, uh-huh. when you think about it. <clears throat> Lost to Obama. Uh huh. Thank God. <laughs> and becomes his Secretary of State. And then that's when she, I feel like, I, I hate this. I don't want to say let herself go. But like I said, the her quaffed politician perfect image 
fell by the wayside. Like it wasn't important then because she was trying to kill Osama bin Laden and being mm-hmm. our representative being for the, the country. Warmonger then. Yeah. <laughs> the hawk. <laughs> but then 2016 or 14, whenever they started the campaign, she's back to quaff. Perfect, Bob. But you got to because you're running for the president of the United States and you're a woman. You're going to be judged by your look. So your look has to be a perfect way. But do you think that, that there is a dress code for I agree a woman with that. president? Even but though I we've never had wonder, one. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I also wonder, though, too, if I really sound very Republican on the things I'm saying and about to say. Mm-hmm. I wonder if people in my generation, our generation, younger, the younger end of our generation, Millennials. if they, and especially Generation Z, the ones of them that can vote, if because there have been the Hillary's and the Michelle's their entire lives, if we live in to them in a post female political world and Hillary doing what she did code switching to be this perfect female candidate. I wonder if that's what lost her support among younger people. Does that no, make sense? No, she didn't. She had the younger people. She had their vote, but, but that people always thought that she felt her people's issue with her especially in juxtaposition to Bernie and even Trump was that she was robotic and fake. And, but I think that was, that is the white leftist male. That's their position because they, that's their, that's the misogyny come out in them. Mm. Yeah. But also you got to understand also, okay, let me give you an example. If she talked into the mic too loud, she was angry. Yeah, uh, yeah. If she would, if she didn't talk into the mic loud enough, she was it, timid. She was timid, yeah. and and the left would be like, "Why, why don't you go after him, Hillary?" Yeah. And if she did, she did go after him and talked into the mic too loud. Oh, she's a hangry and she's emotional, angry, yeah. angry and emotional. That's see, the woman is coming out. Mm. Like, like she had to have this balance, and she was never, 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 never going to please everybody. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? She never was going to please everybody no matter what she did. I agree with that. And I guess what I'm arguing arguing is that because of that, though, that's also what held her back. Because I think she was so calculated about all of that. But that she, she did forget how to be, I'm that, not going to bake cookies, Hillary. Do you right. know what I mean? Yeah. That fucking sucks. That sucks. But <laughs> we, sucks. But as women, as marginalized people, straddling that line to get what we want is what we do. Yeah. Black folks have to peddle and negotiate and pander to fucking racist um, white liberals just to get some kind of change to happen because we can't go to the fucking Republicans. Um, And, you know, queer folks have to peddle to the cis folks just to get some type of, oh, my God, let us get married. You know, we have to do the shit that we got to do just to get something. You see what I'm saying? Some of us on different levels, but some of us on the same level. Mm -hmm. Like, that's kind of straddling that line and learning what's too much, what's too little, when to code switch, when not to code switch. Mm -hmm. What is that fine line between what I need to do to make you like me? And give me what I need to survive or give me what I not to survive. Give me what I need. Sometimes, yes. Give me what I need to be successful in this particular situation. We all are straddling that line. And I guess that's what we're trying to do here is those things can be big, but they can also be as small as what you're wearing. Yeah. A fucking hat. A hat pan. Yeah. And your blue gap. A blue dress would come on (laughs) it. 
So, <laughs> so we know that dress code has a history in this country. Um, it dress code has been used to justify rapes. Um, in the public sphere, um, dress code is used to justify murders. Um, i.e. Trayvon Martin, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, hoodie, the hoodie, what he what he has on, what looks menacing, what mm-hmm. looks scary. Um, students are being pushed out of educational spaces due to dress code, disproportionately black and brown people, I mm-hmm. might add, mm-hmm. and disproportionately girls and women. All of these rules are rooted in classic respectability politics. Because when I th- think about things going back to like high school I don't remember every single rule that was about dress code but I do specifically remember the rules that were enforced were specifically geared towards controlling girls and women in regards to like um, the length of their skirts, spaghetti straps, mm-hmm. midriff bearing or that sometimes they were geared targeting black boys when it comes to sagging, like pull your pants up or send you to the detention office, blah, 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 blah. Or it was against like gay men forcing them to be more masculine. You can't wear those colors. You can't wear those pants too tight. You can't wear your hair that way. You can't wear that makeup. You can't wear those nails, whatever it is, anything that is expressing your femininity, we need to control it. Mm -hmm. And so you can't do those girly things. And the excuse that people will always give you would be that um, this we we make these rules because if you do those things, it will distract the students from the educational process. Mm-hmm. But really, it's just the means to put you in your place. Yeah. Um, it was a means to put. Um, Paula Jones back in her white trash place. You don't need to be here in this classy polit- political mm-hmm. arena shaking shit up <laughs> <laughs> and telling the truth about him. Um, so you're either a tool or you're not a tool, mm-hmm. but we still going to put you in your white yeah. trash place. Um, Obama and his tan linen suit. Absolutely. You're lazy. You're lazy. Mm-hmm. That's not appropriate. You're unrefined. You're too relaxed. You're too relaxed and unrefined. Just like one of those lazy niggers that don't know how to (laughs) step it up to the office of commander in chief. Mm -hmm. We knew it. Can you imagine a Republican curling their lips? I got that saying from you, by the way. (laughs) Curling their lips to say something about lowering the offices of the presidency now. Can you imagine? And they had the nerve to talk about a tan linen suit. And you got this buffoon. <laughs> Did you see him and Nancy Pelosi today? I watched it right before I came here. Oh, I was child. astonished that he was so Typical. unhinged. Typical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Typical Donald Trump. Like you are, there is no learning curve. Mm-mm. There is no learning curve. And what people say about women, what people say about Black people being too loud about women being too emotional. That's what the fuck Donald Trump is doing. That's what Brett Kavanaugh was. This is what white men do in power. They can have the full range of expression of their emotionality, which is usually anger. And it's (laughs) what do you expect him to do? Is he not supposed to attack back? That's what it always is. Right. It's actually you expressing your emotional anger 
is actually a part of your masculinity. It's mm-hmm. built into your patriarchy. It's built yeah. into showing the type of man that you are. Yeah. It's built into that. It's crazy. But anyway, we went <laughs> off on a tangent. That <laughs> fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> so anyway, simply put, the dress code is degrading and dehumanizing, and it literally turns women and marginalized people into hang- hangers. Mm. valuing the clothes that we wear more than the people who are actually wearing them. Although here at Chasing Threads, we love fashion. We love it because it allows us to express ourselves. It allows us to become confident. It allows us to even feel like other people. Mm-hmm. It, it allows us to explore how we want to, um, different ways we want to present to the world. Yeah. We love fashion here, but do not think that we are delusional enough to know that it does not affect people's lives in a negative way when put in the wrong people's hands. This is something that the fashion industry is accused of as well. Oh, yeah. As using women as hangers and blah, blah, blah. So do not think that we are not woke enough to know the difference because here we do. And that's why we were talking about this today. (laughs) Class dismissed. Class dismissed. Let's go a little bit lighter now. Let's talk about our fresh off the loom. Right. Our fresh off the loom segment is where we take some of the hottest looks of the week, month, some of the stuff that's just made us, can't stop talking about it, made Mm -hmm. us gag. Looks, moments, particularly looks on celebrities Mm -hmm. and notable people. And we just talk about it a little bit. Give them a little shout out. Our favorites. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Boom. You know, we've we've been all talking about thinking about Monica and Hillary and all these people. Mm-hmm. And I've been very absorbed into politics recently, I will say. So fashion, I've kind of this these past two weeks, I haven't seen that many looks. The girls just aren't giving me what I need, to be honest. Right. I feel like usually we both have like three or four. And this week I'm like, who searching for somebody? <laughs> I'm gonna post a picture of my damn self. We ain't been here. We ain't. We haven't been here in a long time. That's so we should, we got a whole what four months. <laughs> That's true. I was going to pull some <laughs> some archives, but I didn't know uh, if y'all wanted to look back that far. All right. But was there anybody for you that made you stop in your tracks and you were like, oh, I, this reinvigorated your love for fashion this week? For me, the the person that has been wearing it out, not only has she been wearing it out with the coin, <laughs> <laughs> but she's been wearing it out in the look. Um, is Michelle Obama. Forever first lady. Forever first lady. <laughs> so she has been really on this um, becoming book tour. Mm-hmm. She has a memoirs that everybody has been waiting for and it is called Becoming. It is like breaking records. It yeah. is like doing really, 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 really well. She and sold in one week what Donald Trump sold in fucking 20 years on his book. And you know that's making him sick every day. So my friend, was at the, you know it's making <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> My friend was at the airport mm-hmm. and her book was like $20, I think. And they wanted to buy the book. And for some reason, something was happening where the books didn't have tags on them. Mm-hmm. And they were scanning Donald Trump's, whose was $20, book to match the price for her book, where they will buy her fuck? book and scan his book. And these was black girls. And but the, no one had given them that direction though, right? Like that wasn't like from like no, it wasn't. It just okay. was no, 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 no. It, it wasn't intentional. It was okay. Oh, it's the same price as this one. So skin this one. And the person who was buying the book, my friend was like, no, <laughs> we're not about to pick another twenty dollar book. 
<laughs> we are not about to scan and make. Give me this. them fucking Sudoku stacks over there. I'm not doing this shit. Whatever is twenty dollars other than his book to get the points for his fucking book up shit. like he's selling more than a Michelle Obama. No, mm. I want to buy this book, Damn. and I want you to. T- you need to figure this that out. That is wild. And they were tripping on him. Oh my like, God. they didn't understand why he was being like this petty. Matter. It matters, yeah. bitch. Mm. So, God. they scanned something else for $20. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, my um, Fresh Off the Loom is her on the Oprah own um, Super Soul Sunday mm-hmm. where she interviewed her about her book. And she had this beautifully tailored um, white, all white suit on, wide leg pants suit. It was tailored, so it was so kind of cinched in the waist. And she had these gray nudie shoes on that was amazing i love to see brown women in white um and michelle's look has just come so far and so bead and so gorgeous because i have to admit when i remember the first time that i seen her on um the cover of ebony Mm -hmm. she just was so unattractive to me like it was just something about her that just was so unattractive but I was still happy that this black president had a black woman on his arm. This potential, this was before um, Obama was running and it was just the potential of him running. And um, she had this short hairdo that was flipped on the back. It was just so early 2000s and it just was, I uh, I did not live. And she I feel just like they a, were like, white people's point of reference for a powerful black woman is Condoleezza Rice. So give her very the Condoleezza. closest Condi haircut you can give her. Oh, that's yes. What that's what they were serving. I hated it. <laughs> I hated it. Did not live. It was something about her eyes that was kind of crooked to me. Oh and then her teeth was kind of. This is blasphemy. I will not I'm stand sorry. for it. I'm sorry. I love Mrs. O. I'm sorry. I do. But at this time, I did not feel Mrs. O. I was like, well, at least she's brown. At least she's a black woman because could, we could have a black politician with a white woman. That's very true. That's very true. I wonder how would that have affected him winning? I don't know. Anyway, that's here, here nor there. I just love that he had a black woman. So I really, I didn't really vocalize that. I'm vocalizing now. But her glow up has mm-hmm. been so amazing. Yeah. Like she used to tear them motherfucking steak dinners down. <laughs> that last one with that fucking Versace gold sparkly dress. Like oh when my she God, knew they amazing. didn't have to run anymore. Anymore. She, she was like, say, y'all I'm gonna serve give it them. all. Yeah. I'm gonna give it all yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was wearing it out. And then just her hair during the second run everything about her had glowed up which yeah. which which is what money does mm-hmm. um it just was amazing she had the she just she's just started looking good in this particular video um with her and oprah she just was so clean and fresh and i just loved that speaking of pants of pants yeah. <laughs> i think that's what money does and i think that's what the freedom of not having to give a fuck what America thinks about you anymore mm, on absolutely. any on any real do you know what I mean like mm-hmm. of course she wants people to buy her book and whatever but she knows that she's beloved and she's not trying to win over people who are on the other side anymore right so that she's done with trying to give y'all what y'all want yeah, yeah I love that because it also fresher in a fashion sense but also she just looks lighter and like happier mm-hmm. and freer which is nice I like yeah. that and I we talked about this a little bit too but I until I was looking at like a slideshow of all of her looks back to back, I didn't realize that she's 
and, and because the interview, one of the interviews I looked at was with Tracy Ellis Ross. She actually takes really interesting fashion risks. Absolutely. In a way that Tracy does, like asymmetrical tops and weird colors and mm-hmm. new designers. She was always known for like bringing up a new designer when she was. Absolutely. Which is really cool. I love that yeah. about her. Yeah. Instead of boring Chanel <laughs> Tweed. <I> was, <laughs> can you imagine if that's all she wore? <laughs> Speaking of interracial couples, did you watch any of the Bush funeral at all? No, Absolutely it was not. boring. Um, I'm except sure. it was lame. Um, is Jeb Bush's wife black? Oh, I have no idea. I would, I would not think that. And I would not think so either. But I saw her sitting next to him, and I was like, "Who is this not white woman?" What? We're about to see. Hold, please. Oh, she's Mexican. Steven Dad, what? <laughs> her name is Columba. Columba Bush girl, she baby, you have just it. gagged me for the gods. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe? believe I would have never thought that his wife. I wasn't thought she was white. a light skinned black woman at the funeral. Like really, Jeb? Like Jeb has a lat a white passing Latin. Well, she ain't really white passing. She, she look kind of real. She brown. Yeah. Well, not brown, brown, but. She's not white. She's not. A, I never would have thought Jeb Butch's wife was not white. That's why his daddy didn't love him as much, I bet. Wow. <laughs> I, bet I am gay. I know. Can you believe? I did not know until the funeral. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> gag, like my jaw is to the ground. Speaking Boom. of bringing some brown melanin into some white dynasties. Absolutely. My hot off the loom is Princess Meghan Markle or Duchess Meghan Duchess. Markle. Duchess Meghan Markle. Uh-huh. She was at the British Fashion Awards this week and full baby butt pregnant. Yeah, she looks so beautiful. She was actually there as a surprise for Claire Waite Keller. Um, Claire is the creative director for um, Givenchy who designed Megan's wedding dress. So right. she was there to present the fashion the designer of the year award to her. In of course Givenchy and Givenchy, excuse me. Every yeah. time I say it, I say it different. Um but she looks I always think gorgeous. about Leonardo. <laughs> <laughs> Leonardo da Vinci. Every time Just you replace say it, it like with that. a G. Yeah. <laughs> um she looked gorgeous. It was this one shoulder tight was it like a crushed vel or velvet? It looked like velvet because it was the blackest black. I mean, it like it was beautiful. Baby, it had a slid up to the baby leg. looked like she rolled on a limp brush. Yeah. It was no kind of not lip. a one speck. <laughs> like they use a kind of special fabric for that yes. shit. Gosh, she looked beautiful and just like that pregnant glow that she has and that glow of changing the fucking world. Like she looked gorgeous. Yeah, she looks amazing. I loved it. And then also just a quick mention. Um, queen of cultural appropriation, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> queen. <laughs> decided to, you know, I guess we got to give her a little bit of leeway. Her house actually burnt down in those fires in California two or three weeks ago. Mm. Um, but she found time to release a new album. And so she's in. Shout out to the Mother Nature wearing the girls <laughs> out. Wear the girls out. Miss Karma. Honey, wear them out. <laughs> she's fine. Everybody survived. All her animals are fine. Everybody's fine. She, um, but she did, she's heavily promoting this new album that she has. Um, Nothing Breaks Like a Heart, I think it's called. It's not mm-hmm. good. It sounds like when Gaga tried to go country, but it was a song on that album that nobody liked. That's what this Miley, new Miley song sounds like. Gotcha. Um, but she, the other day, was photographed in this like insane looking um speaking of pantsuits like pantsuit-esque 
bright orange and yellow and red. Um, she almost looks like, do you remember when Kurt Cobain was like full grunge in the nineties? Uh-huh. The very nineties heavy. Episode. Yeah. That's kind of what this looks like. Like something that he did and would wear. Yeah. Like Courtney Love. Yeah. All that. Lots of plaid. She's got on this fuzzy hat, but the, which I mean, I think is cute. Diamond does not like it. I think it's absolutely hideous, <laughs> but I actually think it's really cute. But the reason that I, it's on my hot off the loom is she has this, so she has this expensive ass outfit on and then underneath she has a white t-shirt that she's cut up and rid up, um, ripped up and in black Sharpie has written protect kids, not guns. And I just, I, I love when th- this is a pandering heavy episode too, I guess uh-huh. Cause maybe that's what she's doing, <laughs> but I just, I like that she's making that statement. It just, I don't know. I liked it. I thought yeah, it was cute. I love when people use their platform to make a statement, yeah. especially, especially when it's a leftist statement. <laughs> when we support it. <laughs> when we support it. But I love when they do that because I think that is your responsibility, even though, you know, you didn't sign up to be a role model and you didn't sign up to be political. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think you have a responsibility and that's what it is. So I think I think for that, I respect her. But One more little topic because mm-hmm. it would not be... A Chasing Threads episode if we did not mention Queen Cardi B. (laughs) (laughs) The bitch looked stunning when she announced her breakup from Offset. Absolutely. Bare ass naked, titties almost, nipples almost showing at the corner (laughs) of the screen. Look gorgeous, composed. We always stand Cardi. I just thought I'd throw her in there. Just Sometimes you got to throw niggas away. Get you a baby, a beautiful baby, because you see her gorgeous baby. Get you a gorgeous, beautiful baby, and then kick him to the curb. And have him tweeting that he misses you. Bye-bye. Goodbye. (laughs) Next. All right, so that was a show. I think we did a show. Yeah, it was fun. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. We don't know when we're going to (laughs) come. Yeah, we don't know. When y'all gonna get another one? Y'all gonna get used to but it. But y'all gonna get another one. Understand? <laughs> Let us know what you think about everything. I want to know: Is Bill Clinton a rapist? Yes. I don't even want to. <laughs> if you got anything other than yes, I don't want to talk to you. That's true. Like get the fuck out of mm. here. Well, you, uh, we want to know what you think about Monica now. Monica, compare. Yes, if I do want to know that. If you if you were living through that era, what do you think about Monica now compared to then? What has your ideals changed? Mm-hmm. Tell us your experience with dress code. How has you, how you dress changed? I know yes. as a black trans woman, um, dress code has affected my life from the time that I was born to now. So tell us how dress code has affected you negatively in your life and how it affected you positively. My white male privilege is that the most annoying thing about dress code for me was in high school we had to tuck in our shirts end of list end of list (laughs) (laughs) so were you a little bit more out there when you were younger yeah i I mean i've seen some pictures where you were like oh you was experimenting in that i was wearing scarves before boys were wearing scarves that's what i was doing (laughs) right (laughs) so tell us what you think about this episode and make sure you tweet us out at Chasing Threads. Mm-hmm. Is it? No. It's Just chasing, chasing Threads. Chasing Threads. Chasing underscore Threads. Send us a motherfucking carrier pigeon. We're going to answer. <laughs> we'll eventually so get around to it. It is Chasing Threads <laughs> underscore. No, it's Chasing <laughs> underscore Threads. God. Instagram and Twitter, right? It's, no, now nah, Twitter, we couldn't get Chasing Threads because a raggedy ass <laughs> bitch stole our motherfucking name. You know. <sighs> and so... 
It is Chasing Threads Pod. It is Chasing Threads okay, Pod on go. Instagram. Mm-hmm. So we ma- need y'all to support us and listen so we can take that bitch down <laughs> and get the same name across all platforms. Tell that hoe, get the fuck up off. <laughs> Report her. Report her flag so we can get it. Anyway. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. We'll see y'all later. Have a good night. Bye. <laughs>